This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. Find more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. Two widely used USDA programs to help farmers rebuild after flooding are at risk of running out of money if they're not replenished soon. Bill Northey is Farm Production and Conservation Undersecretary at USDA. He says the Emergency Conservation Program and the Emergency Watershed Protection Program have enough money to get started helping folks, but more is needed for long-term recovery efforts. The Emergency Watershed Program, I think, got $541 million last year in the Bipartisan Budget Act. We're less than $100 million uh, right now. Uh, so certainly have gone through quite a bit. We know that we're going to need more than than what's currently available to be able to cover that. And in similar numbers uh, with ECP, but we have a few more dollars in ECP certainly to be able to cover things in the short term. Uh, but we're going to need to be able to be replenished in the longer term. ECP is used more than EWPP on the farm to do cleanup work. Northey plans to visit his home state of Iowa and Missouri later this week to get a better idea of conditions on the ground. Every single producer would be better off if they didn't have this happen. And our programs will be able to potentially soften the blow for some of the producers, but they are extremely challenged with the the losses that they have. And and no producer is going to come out as well as what they would have been had this not hit their operations. So... Uh, we need to be able to make sure that we're structured in a way that, that works for them to the greatest degree possible. The Department of Agriculture offers seven programs to help devastated farmers affected by flooding. Read more of Sarah Wyatt's story at agripulse.com. Congress understands money for disaster programs is critical, but funding won't come without a fight first. AgriPulse's Spencer Chase has more. Capitol Hill efforts to provide disaster assistance to victims of wildfires, hurricanes, and flooding could run into issues with securing assistance for Puerto Rico. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley acknowledged the issue in a call with reporters this morning. And as far as I'm concerned, Puerto Rico is entitled to everything that any of the 50 states of the United States would qualify for, but not one penny more. But he says House Democrats may push for more money for Puerto Rico. While he and others are pushing for disaster assistance after another round of weather emergencies, he says the need is not necessarily immediate. If this bill didn't pass for three or four months, it wouldn't be a big deal because we may not know for three or four months exactly how much money Iowa and Nebraska need. Efforts to assist hurricane victims in the southeast and wildfire victims in the west to this point have stalled. Reporting for AgriPulse, I'm Spencer Chase. Later this afternoon, the Senate will vote on a $13.4 billion emergency supplemental funding package for states and territories affected by natural disasters. Look for an update on the vote in AgriPulse Daybreak tomorrow morning. U.S. rice growers are calling out a Chinese company for deceptive marketing and sales practices of imported Chinese rice in U.S. territories. USA Rice sent a cease and desist letter Monday to Pan American Grain. The letter accuses Pan American of violating U.S. regulatory provisions by not clearly labeling their products. USA Rice claims the company is labeling their rice as imported from Puerto Rico when it's originating from China. U.S. growers also accuse the Chinese company of falsely labeling their short grain rice as medium grain rice. Puerto Rico is a significant medium grain consumer, which comes from the U.S., 
Puerto Rico consumed 21.7 million pounds of rice from 2016 to 2018. USDA Rural Development names Chad Roop as acting administrator for the Rural Utilities Service. He starts April 1st. Roop previously served as USDA Rural Development State Director for Wyoming since 2017. While there, he led efforts to deploy rural broadband across the state, as well as manage water and environmental program grants and loans. Before coming to USDA, Roop spent roughly 15 years as a commercial lender in the banking industry. Betty Brand previously was acting administrator for Russ, while simultaneously serving as USDA Rural Business Service Administrator. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. Find more at fb.org. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nolley.